0: Emma Bass, thank you for coming on the podcast. Let's do it. For blessing us with your energy.
1: Oh, beautiful. Thank you so much, Celine, <laughs> so, for having me here today.
0: So welcome to be here. So, um, I used to write intros down for people, but because I'm like retarded and can't read very well, well it honestly,
1: didn't work. My dad's dyslexic and I oh, think really? it's like semi-passed through me, but like I don't have dyslexia.
0: Yeah, no, it's no, just the ADHD. Because yeah, if you ever tried to read and it's like... I can't. I yeah. have to have audio books. Yeah, good. Yeah, I'm an audio person. It makes me feel so relaxed oh, during I'm that. Right. So I just basically give the basics, uh, Emma Bass, DJ, influencer, content creator, businesswoman, entrepreneur. These are just five. I'm sure there's a million. It's probably a shorter list of things you don't do.
1: And now I work for you. <laughs> <laughs>
0: With me, we're a team. <laughs> That's true. Um, yeah. And now we work together as well. So the podcast is called Unbreakable. It's about interesting people doing interesting things. So we've had CEOs, influencers, fighters, millionaires, money makers, gangsters, rappers, strippers, everyone. It's cool. So like anyone who's interesting will have on, um, and you're doing some interesting shit. So. Sometimes. You know, I think you're always doing interesting. Shit. <laughs> <laughs> Plus you bring the good energy, which is fun.
1: Yeah. ADHD for energy. <laughs> <always laughs> <off all> <laughs> no, nah,
0: it's good. It's going to be good for the podcast. Yeah. So, um, I mean that's like the basics like I can chop this up and we'll go through kind of all of them and what's been happening and you know what's what's up next but like before you know you had your profile before you started creating content before you kind of learned how to make money start and scale your own business like you know, where did you grow up? How did you wind up here? And, and how did you wind up doing all this?
1: It's a very interesting story. So I actually come from the central coast, made it out, not 16. I'm pregnant. Can I hear a you, you No, know but I came from there too, right? Do you, wait, what? I came from there too. Where? I got expelled from King of Baha'i. I'm a Narara Valley girl. <sighs> I didn't even know this.
0: Gangster. live. <laughs> <laughs> For everyone that doesn't know, this is a shithole
1: area. Yeah. So <laughs> Filled with the worst human beings. Some junkies. Heroin addicts. I don't mind them. They're still nice people. for funny. I've nice.
0: got friends that are in jail. Oh, yeah, yeah. Friends my that best. had got pregnant at 14, actually.
1: Oh, my God. Mm. I didn't even think I had my period then.
0: Yeah, no, they were figuring out ways to get pregnant. <laughs> but it was it was a bad area. Yeah, I mean, no. Statistically, you should be, like, working the streets.
1: I know. And I, I should be in, in jail. Fact, we came from the slums, started from the bottom, now we're here. I'm loving this podcast. Yeah. Oh, I didn't know this. Oh, we
0: become best friends on the podcast. No, we hug fun. on the podcast.
1: <laughs> That's <cool>. how <laughs> Yeah, yeah. So I started there. I became a chef at the age of 16. Right. So I actually started really early, dropped out of school, which was like halfway through year 11 because I started a year before I should have. Is this at Rara High? Um, yeah, so obviously, um, right school? Uh it's not. <laughs> <laughs> my, okay, my, uh, principal, school. <laughs> my principal was a legend, but I yeah. still went, my last day I walked away and I took off photo and he was, yeah, life. he saw it. And then, yeah, it was so interesting. Yeah, so I started as a chef. And then I did, so I did that for a few years and then I got into DJing, modeling, content creation. The coast? So, no. So I moved up here when I was 18. I actually met someone who was a DJ and then moved up.
0: Boyfriend?
1: Um, Ex-boyfriend.
0: <laughs> like, do you know why I know that? Because you
1: don't like meet a friend and be like, a met someone. I mean, I would move for a friend if they were like a best friend and they wanted to go to a country somewhere. For sure. You know what I mean? For like a so year you had, a, or so. So you had a DJ boyfriend. Yeah, so then I started getting into DJing and then it all sort of like tumbled from there because I was like, obviously I need to start modeling to promote my image, my brand. And then obviously I got into also doing content creation because then social media started picking up Which and numbers. I mean, I think I started around 2016 properly doing everything, so my ABNs registered, so.
0: <laughs> glad you've got <gotten> receipts. <laughs> like, I've got receipts I can show you.
1: Sometimes it. when I do paperwork, I'm like, oh yeah, 2016, yeah, that's right. That was a while ago now. And this
0: was DJing on the coast?
1: No, so I never DJed on the coast. So I actually oh, moved up here. The day I turned 18, I got in a car, didn't sleep, and... Ex- can I... You know I did the same
0: thing. Really? I came here when I was 18, I never left.
1: No, I never left. Literally on my 18th birthday, same. celebrated, and then my girlfriend drove me up here and we same. kept partying. I never left. I partied for a solid week after that.
0: Probably, probably less the <laughs> We just got a bag of masks.
1: <laughs> we love it. Does anyone have needles? <laughs>
0: <laughs> yes, we just did a heroin bender and then oh, here I am. I'm joking. I'm joking. So no, it's only
1: once. It's fine. <laughs>
0: no, I mean, how do you know you don't like it if you don't I, That's
1: right. true. You can't knock it to try, but I definitely have seen yeah. people on heroin and I don't want to be there, no, so that's the one drug I will probably not be yeah, trying for not. fun, recreational fun. So, straight to Sydney. Straight to Sydney. Um, and then, yeah, I basically started working at... Um, I think it was Claire's Kitchen at La Salon straight away, which is um, on Oxford Street. It's actually still there. Oh, really? Which is surprising. After COVID, after all these restaurants yeah. have shut down, it's actually still there. And this was as a chef? Yes. Yeah, so I was an apprentice chef there. And then I moved to Jones Grossard, Then I did another <laughs> restaurant in Bondi, Bondi SoCal. And then I got qualified. And then I quit because I said, yeah. I want to live.
0: Do you know what's so weird? I was copying a similar journey, but I same moved here when I was 18, mm-hmm. got a job. I was in... Banking and finance.
1: I'm pretty sure we're twins. Yeah, we could be. yeah But then I hated that job. Yeah. And I became an entrepreneur. Yes, that's yeah. exactly because I was like, I love cooking, but this yeah, yeah. is ruining my passion because it's so, like when I'm doing this 90 hours a week, getting paid for 38 hours, actually works it out. I was getting paid six to seven dollars an hour. I was a sweatshop.
0: People don't understand yeah. how hard that job is. Oh my god. That's why they're pissed off all the time.
1: Why well, I now have an immune disease.
0: <laughs> you fucked you yourself literally half the day.
1: Well, because what I would do is I would work a 90-hour week, DJ a couple of times on the weekend, sleep yeah. two hours, go to work, do it all again, 16-hour days, 12-hour days.
0: Yeah.
1: Fucked my body. 10 science? Yeah.
0: What's the What's the deficiency? So
1: it's called HSP, like a halal stuff. <laughs> what you were about to say, HIV, I was like, all right. Yeah, <laughs> not <laughs> uh, no, no. And there's a new drug where you can um HIVs and uh or AIDS yeah, or yeah. what are the two. I, I think in fact actually <laughs> I was talking to someone the other day off topic. Yeah. I
0: didn't know if AIDS exists anymore.
1: Oh, no, it does. But now you can have it and not contract, give it to people. But I didn't think you could
0: get it anymore. Yeah, no, I thought it can. was ungettable.
1: So it's, apparently it's obviously in, like, poorer communities and...
0: Or well, who don't have access to medication.
1: Yeah. And I'm I'm not going to say the other community because it might sound right.
0: Oh, uh, yeah. I mean, <laughs> drug users. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it, it is. It's weird. But, like, I... From what I understand, and I'm retarded, <laughs> is, like, it starts with the first one and then without medication it progresses to the second one and because there's medication now people who get the first one get on the medication and it can't go to the second one
1: like someone even told me the other day like when you get your first bout of um what's that you get that comes to life herpes right you can actually get rid of it now the first time if you have yeah you can actually take a pill that gets rid of it supposedly I don't know how reliable this source is, though, so. I've never had any of these, so I don't yeah. know personally don't know <laughs> Thank God! <laughs> Thank God, <laughs> we are clean, everybody. Thank yeah. you very much. <laughs> you got receipts for that as well? I do. <laughs> okay, <laughs> good. We'll post them later. One later. of my mates is joking the other day,
0: he goes, he goes, it's just weird that, like, AIDS isn't around anymore. He goes, wouldn't it be funny to, like, get it because it's he's retro now? I'm like, no, He goes, yeah, but, like, you don't see VCRs anymore, so if someone had one... It would be really cool. mate. like, this isn't a VCR, this is a disease, you should not get it to be cool. So yeah, he didn't get AIDS, but um.
1: That's yeah, AIDS is just a whole nother fucking can of worms. <laughs> I
0: just haven't heard to. of it, yeah. <laughs> How do we get from cooking to AIDS? Oh, your autoimmune disease.
1: I don't know. So yeah, my autoimmune disease is basically I get burst blood vessels under my skin. Right. Cause my um, immune system attacks itself and then I get really sick, I get really iron deficient and then a whole shit tonne of issues come along with it, including kidney failure.
0: And is this something you just have to manage forever now?
1: Well, they say you should have a specialist, but my mum is a naturopath, so I actually take vitamins and CBD oil is actually really good from my condition because it's inflammation. Thank you, Crush. We actually really enjoy Crush. The gummies, are the best. Top of the range. <laughs> Feel free to sponsor the podcast, Crush. <laughs> That's for 40% off.
0: <laughs> well done. That was good. That was very good. yeah you. Ah. Um,
1: but yeah, so I had that and then... So I quit because I was like, I can't work these long hours anymore. Like I physically could not Yeah. Um, because I was really bad for like a year and a half after that. Like I was really sick all the time. And then it was a big mental battle for me just because now I just don't think that I have the problem. So I don't have as many symptoms. Right. I literally gaslight myself.
0: I mean, do you think you've burnt yourself out a bit? Sounds like it.
1: Definitely did. Um, I took on a lot because when you're ADHD, you're young, you think you can take on everything. That's what I had as well. You physically can't. No. Your body will give out and you will eventually crash and burn.
0: Mm-hmm. I had the same thing. It's... um. 'Cause I was in investment banking so it's kind of like a badge of honor to work twenty hours a day.
1: Yeah, don't you love that? Oh. I
0: hated it. But now it's like um it's a
1: big flex. Yeah, it's not
0: but you think it is at the time, right? And but then you get out of the industry and you go, What the hell was yeah, I doing? Well, <laughs> well I did mean, I quit banking. I'll tell you a good story because um we were working on this deal to flip this company, um, and the two founders were like twenty eight, twenty nine. the guys from Manly, just surfed it. It's really nice guys. And um, I was talking to them in the hall, and I didn't even know they were the founders. And they're like, "Oh yeah, we we'll just finished the deal with you guys, and we're just going to go to the beach." It's like, "Oh yeah, blah blah blah." And one of my friends goes, "Do you know how much we just they just walked away with?" And I said, "No, I don't." He goes, "We just flipped their company. They got twenty five million cash each." And they, yeah,
1: I'm just going for a surf.
0: Yeah, and they didn't care, and I was so <gasps> but they were so nice to everybody. Oh. They were so chill. They had no ego because most people who have that much money don't have an ego, like when you've earned it and yeah. you had to work for it. And they were polite, and I'm just like. Man, fuck, I want to be like that. I don't want to do this shit anymore. It's
1: like when I meet artists, it's either one way or another. They're super lovely, like down to earth. They're into their music. They're emotionally intelligent. Or they're a cock.
0: Mm. <laughs> yeah, there's less of that in business.
1: Yeah, definitely. I definitely think with performers, we definitely want to floss our shit a little bit more.
0: It's What it, you maddie.
1: With yeah. us, like that's yeah. thats the nature. Like
0: you've got to kind of love yourself a bit in that I industry.
1: The, like the dramatic, like bullshit that would be going between all actors in LA, and the 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 shit they would all be putting on each other all the time—it would be horrible. Well,
0: I think you would be better placed to deal with it because I think your experience in business would allow you to cut through a lot of bullshit that you see in the entertainment industry. Yeah, because it's rife. It's everywhere. You
1: can be a chef, you can deal with anyone. Whoa, yeah. yeah. It's a taxing dominated oh. industry, number one. Well, you've not been... used to having girls in the kitchen that obviously don't look fucking retarded. Like, I swear to God.
0: Don't <laughs> act I retarded. Up. <laughs> it's all right.
1: I hate to say that, but every girl I've ever seen in the kitchen has been, like, I don't know, like, not really attractive. Like, I hate to say it as, like, a stereotype, but we call them bush pigs.
0: Are you flexing on our podcasts?
1: <laughs> <laughs> but I got a lot of sexual abuse from it really every day they'd be grabbing like us like
0: wait this is when you're a chef yeah okay let's
1: 16.
0: so this is this is a good pivot to go down yeah. because this for you this will like translate across your cooking career your DJ career your modeling career your content career and your um, influencer career because whether people like to admit it or not like that is in every single industry. And in the same way that in my world, like, if you have thin skin in business, you'll get stomped. Oh, yeah. Like, I think it's the same for a girl. Cause
1: you if have to you, be ruthless, even correct. being a female. Like, correct. don't understand the amount of business deals I've been fucked around on Yeah. just because I'm a young female.
0: So how, how did, well, let's just start with the chef industry, the cooking industry. Yeah. Like, how do you deal with it when that's happening? Because it's not pleasant, obviously. So
1: for me, the only reason why I stayed was because I was like, I've dropped out of school. I need to finish something on paper yeah. so that if I ever go into another industry, they know that I've been committed for that amount of time mm-hmm. and they know I can commit to a task or, you know, a certain amount of period or, you know, a, an apprenticeship is three years. But I got yeah. qualified early because I was already head chef and I was running kitchens.
0: And this is on the coast? No. It's no. Different. And, um, like what sort of, So it actually do that shit? Like yep. people like grab you and stuff?
1: Yeah, yeah. So like, I was. I, I said think it's because we're young. If I'm running the kitchen and I'm fucking getting paid fuck all, you need to qualify me so I get paid for what I'm doing.
0: But how do you deal with the like? Yeah, how do I phrase this? Like, unscrupulous people.
1: Um, it's made me grow a really thick skin. Really young, it was really hard at the time. But to be honest, life and the universe will bring you lessons that you need to learn to prepare you for what's to tell everybody this all the time. I always, because like I'd always be like, why me? You know, I'd always be like a little bit victim when I was younger because you're young, you know. I had big life lessons to learn really young, you know, like moved out of home super young. Yeah. Got a job super young, did all the things. So, I don't know. I guess for me it was really hard in, in the beginning, but now I look back and I see my friends now struggling on like similar things. Even my mum, you know, sometimes she comes to me for advice about certain things like work it. or life. And I can give her that, um, you know, that advice because I have gone through it myself, which is really weird at a young age. But... It's definitely made me grow some balls.
0: You're your only child? No. How many siblings? One. Four. I got three. You're the oldest? No. Youngest? Brother right. or sister older.
1: Right. So I have
0: a... <laughs> <laughs> I'm an asshole.
1: <laughs> I'm a um, I, so I have an older sister. So right. she's actually a creative as well. She's actually a filmer for the Brisbane Hospital somewhere. Right. Or Gold Coast Hospital. Yeah. Gold Coast Hospital, yeah. Yeah. Um, so she does all the filming and editing. So we're both sort of in the same space. I'm just on the other side. So we're polar opposites, but we came out the same.
0: (laughs) So she's not ADHD?
1: No, she's actually like really mature sometimes. Um, (laughs) (laughs) I love how you say we're the opposite. She's mature. (laughs) No, she is mature like, and you know, she is, I don't know. She's just more, has more of an older soul than me. Like I'm really cheeky, young and faithful and like. She's just like an older son. I get what you mean. Like yeah, she sometimes yeah. looks at me and is like, well, what the? Fuck?
0: I've got, I've got two of my younger siblings are like that. But then one's like frighteningly the same as me. Like,
1: like I don't know how I came out the way I did because my mum's yeah. not like that. She's straight 180, doesn't drink, natural therapist, everything. Dad, I mean, we, we all sort of drink on dad, me, my well, system, yeah. but like we, um, like, my dad, he's a model maker, so we're all creatives. Is a what? So he makes models like, armored um, cars, both. Right. Things. You know, like, um, the maritime music? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So he's actually made a lot of those miniature models in there, like the H.L.A.N.S. Beagle. Yeah, if you search up my dad's name, like, mass, it comes up supermodel, even. Because the way he was saying it, I'm like, what does he, like, create,
0: how do you create models?
1: Yeah, and he does, like, all, like, the little miniature, um, uh, what's it called? Like, uh, I don't know what the word is, little miniature, like, armoured thingies for, like, the, when they, Want to you know say to governments? I want to oh, create this torpedo, blah blah blah. Prototype, I think. It's- yeah, 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 that's yeah. the one. Yeah, yeah. yeah um, yeah. he does those as well for the army, like various around the world. Yeah, and like yeah, it's crazy. Like-
0: and they still live together. Your parents?
1: No, they are separated, but they are good friends. So that's awesome. Yeah, we have oh, look- like family yeah. units. Yeah, have that like my around. sister's about to get married, so we're all get together. Um. So yeah, that's gonna be weird. The- I'm gonna have babies and shit. I'm gonna be an us. What happens? <laughs> oh.
0: <laughs> Might happen to you one day. No. Oh god. <laughs> so they're both on the coast still.
1: Um. So my mum and my sister are in Brisbane, mm-hmm. and my dad is on the Central Coast. It's just me. Right. Right. Cool. That's the same as me. Sort of spread. Yeah. yeah, I, yeah. Just, I don't mind flying to Gold Coast. It costs like a hundred something bucks. So I love Sydney. Tastes like an I hour to leave. No, but I like going there during winter. I'm like, get rid of this weather. Oh, yeah, true. Because my mum's in, like, a T-shirt being like, is it cold?
0: <laughs> true, true, true. Actually, yeah. And
1: I'm like, bro, it is fucking freezing. I have my aircon on. Yeah. I'm in a tracksuit. I have my dressing gown on and two pairs of socks. This <laughs>
0: is Sydney. <laughs> That's what we call a drama queen, just so you know. I know. So, um, all right, so let's bounce out of the chef. Um, career and into the, the DJ stuff. You started in Sydney?
1: Yeah, so I started because I dated a guy. So Very
0: random for it. a young girl from the coast to date a DJ, by the way. Very rare. That never happened. I'm joking. Everyone from the coast oh. dates a DJ. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, sarcastic I know, a lot. <laughs> Every oh. girl on the coast, like a rite of passage, dated a DJ. So I had
1: to do it, then I moved yeah, up yeah. to the It was fun because I actually started running his events with him with all friends. Right. So they now do like big boat events. Warehouse events and things like that. I'm not exactly sure what they do now, but yeah, they're yeah. still killing it. Right, right. Um, So I got into that, jumped on, helped them with promoters, running the events. We did like Sunroom, Ivy, Greenwood, all sorts of things.
0: Yeah, yeah, how good was Greenwood back in the day?
1: Oh my god, it was my first ever set. Was actually at Greenwood. Dead set. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Really actually, good? Greenwood. It was mad. Yeah. So then after we broke up, I actually became a door girl at World Bar. Then I met Steph, and well, she managed me, and then I went from there. And I started touring Australia. Okay. And- yeah, so I played festivals overseas and festivals here, and I, yeah. I didn't know that. Yeah. Why did you really? play overseas? Um, we did, so I did the Fiji, um, unreleased grad trip. So I did two islands where I DJ'd on and was sick. Yeah, you'd sick. So much fun, apart from getting E. coli, that definitely.
0: Yeah, your immune system wouldn't like that.
1: <laughs> so yeah, both hands Or do that. And- <laughs> And everybody <laughs> thought it would be funny to come in while I'm on the toilet with a bucket <laughs> hugging myself. Yeah. It was fun. because all of my. Is that because day- you drank some, like, other water or something? Or? Well, because I'm gluten intolerant, so I, well, I mean, minus the wrap I had before, but whatever. Yeah, um, yeah. I generally don't react well to gluten. So I was having salad and no one told me the water's like dirty, like Bali or Thailand or whatever.
0: Tha- yeah. I've.
1: Thailand's not that bad.
0: I was going to say, I don't think... I've been there seven times. I don't think Thailand's... Bali's supposed to be really bad. Bali's
1: really bad. Yeah, yeah. Really bad. I've had Bali belly once, never again.
0: I wouldn't really want to go to Bali, to be honest. I could
1: shit straight for, like, a good month. It wasn't bad. No, it was bad. (laughs)
0: I'm kind of... I'm against Bali for, like, one of my...
1: I love it, though.
0: One of our school friends got murdered in that bombing. Yeah. Yeah. So I've just, ever since then, I've just been like, I'm just not going to go there on principle.
1: Oh, yeah. Because
0: it made God. me sick to see that smiling rat get like 15 years where like...
1: Only 15?
0: Yeah, where like a drug dealer gets murdered, right? Like you can blow up, sorry, I'm going to go on a bit of a tear, but like you can blow up a fucking nightclub, murder women and children, but if you have a bag of rack, let's just like murder you. Like it, I, it just doesn't make sense. That
1: doesn't make sense to me. So I've just Backwards, like... Backwards, their politics are a little... Um, interesting. So I can say this on the podcast, cause I know I'm never going to go. Yeah. Probably should not go to Bali now. Yeah. I'm going to get honey. <laughs> <down. laughs> We've ruined right. your Bali <laughs> career. No, I actually don't yeah, mind Bali. I'm probably going to go back there soon because yeah. I just love it. And like the scene there is really good. Like I want to DJ there. I'm going to start putting out.
0: I've been told that it's good for that. It's
1: mm. so a you- very good party scene. Do so you prefer it to Thailand? See, I've only gone to Coast really in Thailand wouldn't be able to tell you. Right. I only did the Maxwell shoot there. So right, so you've done the DJing Fiji where else? Um I played Electric Gardens for here. Is here or something. I think it's that electric garden. What's the one in that park?
0: Oh, <laughs> uh, at um They
1: had like the silent disco, there's all like the house. The feet. one in the city? Yeah.
0: Yeah, High Park.
1: I think that's electric gardens, right?
0: It's where they have the, the New Year's Day thing they have.
1: Um That Phil Day.
0: Yeah. Is it feel
1: I don't know. We're cooked. <laughs> uh, yeah, okay. So, um. Yeah. Um, I did all that. Then what else did I do? So I got into, oh yeah, I got into sales.
0: Yeah. Okay, cool. So now That's we're going, funny. so we've gone from being a chef to being a DJ to being an entrepreneur. Yes. See, this is fun.
1: Yeah. yeah. So I got, I got poached by a guy who owned, a, well, worked for a company that was a silver partner to Telstra. Is that that partner? D- a silver partners so that just means we're like a like a separate company that's just like under parent right. company and like generic badge that they get up front tracked out Okay, gotcha. So yeah, we were I mean, we we did really good money there and then he was like, We're starting a solar company. So then I went over to there and started doing solar.
0: Right. And then What were you doing with the Telstra deal?
1: Um so Telstra, we were doing account management. Okay, gotcha. So I did that for a bit, really good money. Um, and then all third parties got shut down once all the shares got taken away, all that crap. You remember that happened?
0: Vaguely. What happened there?
1: Yeah. So like, basically, I think there was just too many people doing dodgy shit. Like, because obviously they're like, they're like other companies that aren't <laughs> under their direct control. They're right. like, subbing work out, essentially. You'd
0: stopping. be amazed how much of that corrupt stuff happens. Like, we knew this dude, I won't say the context or the company, but like, he was in charge of giving out he was a scumbag of a person anyway, I don't like this guy, but Mm. he was in charge of giving out contracts for this, like, big, um, chain of businesses. And he would literally just be like, oh, just give me 10, 20 on the side, and you'll get the contract. And he would do this to, like, everybody, and he would just take kickbacks and kickbacks and kickbacks, and I'm like, this is not sustainable, man. Like, someone's gonna say what you're doing, and you're
1: gonna I got a job in the council, eh? Yeah, well, he this like was a two hundred k salary. <laughs> and five's on top. Well, this was he was in the private sector. Yeah,
0: so it was like still bad, not as bad. If you did it in a public sector, it's like I think you go to jail. <laughs> I'm sure yeah, anyway. <laughs> whereas in the in the private sector, I think like I don't know, it's like less bad because it's not like taxpayer funds or something. I don't know how it worked, but the point was this guy was like dodgy as fuck. Um, so yeah, the, it happens. So you see that, and then that one falls apart, and then. Talk me through how you got into solo and how that's going.
1: So, yeah, he basically poached me into solo and then I started working for him. And then I've worked for a few companies, which I'm not going to name, where they haven't paid me. That's a massive thing in our industry.
0: Yeah, it's a massive thing in business. Yeah, yeah.
1: So commission-based businesses tend to want to pay you a little bit funky. Yeah, you got to... Got to find a right person for it.
0: Yeah, you do. It's hard. It's like I've never understood the concept of not paying someone for work. I've never got it. It
1: doesn't make sense.
0: But when you're young, you have this naive view that like people are good.
1: Yeah. But then oh, I'll you realize pay you, next week.
0: you realize that it's shit.
1: Oh, I'll pay you next week and then I yeah. pay you, underpay you, and you're like
0: Doesn't it like blow your mind that people are like that though?
1: I give it to them straight. I'm like, don't treat me like a fucking idiot. Maybe blonde, yeah. blonde, but that's peroxide sweetheart. good. <laughs>
0: have you got the money out of these people?
1: Oh, I always do. That's sad. I don't have to have external help. I just talk to them have literally. Cancer. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You yeah. scare the shit out of them.
0: That's good. Just give it to them straight. Well done. Be proud. <laughs> Wipes tear from the eye. Um, so, so that's so that's like that's a common thing. People, say, yes. so I'm not going to pay you,
1: especially for females. I've noticed like when I'm in business because there's not a lot. Like there is a lot of females in business now, but there's going to be more. Let's say in five, ten years time. Yeah, yeah, you know what I mean. It's it's becoming more a predominant theme now. Definitely, women are going to take over and. We're going to be so much better than men. I'm so sorry because you guys have suppressed
0: us for so many years. I mean, like, it's good that you're getting...
1: Like, <laughs> what's going to happen when you suppress someone or you tell them not to do something or they're not worthy? They're going to yeah. do better.
0: Well, it's nice that you guys can vote now on this.
1: I mean, yeah, it's it a start.
0: I mean, my thing in business, because I've got over 100 people that work for me yeah. and I just don't discriminate. I don't care if someone's a man a woman an yeah. alien black white i don't care like if they're out making money i just don't care
1: why would you like discredit yourself or why would you actually be rude towards them when they are building your business i tell you why they make you money tell you why, people. What is people? i can tell you it's insecurity it's so ego. so i'll
0: tell you how it works and this is because i've been my job in banking was dealing with ceos my job now is dealing with ceos in fact this podcast is about founders and, and ceos but There's a small percentage of people who get into positions of power where they didn't really have to work that hard for it. They didn't really earn it. They didn't have to struggle. And for me, I feel privileged to be in my seat. But for these people, they feel entitled to it. Meaning they're like, I'm here because I deserve to be here and no one can take it away from me. And and it's mine because I'm owed it. And they think that like they're owed that position of power and they think the world owes and something
1: everybody should kiss the ground they walk
0: correct yeah. but it comes from insecurity because people who are confident don't really treat people like shit, right like i'll give you a perfect example if you're a youtuber with a million subscribers you're not going to make fun of someone for starting a youtube channel right no if you're a pro fighter you're not going to make fun of somebody who's learning to fight if you've made millions of dollars by yourself, you're not going to make fun of someone for starting a business. Yep. The only people who do that are insecure people. And it's the same with people in positions of power who get there, who feel entitled to it. Their only kick in life is being a dickhead to
1: people. And they don't want people to be better than them. No way. They Can I give
0: them? you a perfect example? This kid that worked for me, he was a rock star and he bounced out and he launched a, I did a podcast with him last week. He launched a sauna blanket business on Oh wow. You'd made be killing it. One point two million in a month. Yeah. But I patted this kid on the back and brought him on the podcast because he's a legend, right? Yeah. If I was a small dick little bitch, I'd be like cool. For, do you know what I mean? Yeah, you'd you be should like, be pop proud. It go. I don't know. But yeah. See what you just did there? That's what someone with a micro penis would
1: um, get it. And few of my exes have said <laughs> things to my friends like, Oh, I helped. And they get there, blah blah blah, and they claim it now that we're broken up. And but it peace, like it makes me piss myself off. Yeah, but it's small dick energy, and it, and it can small it can be dick emulated dick. from like men or
0: women. But <laughs> the concept of small dick energy, it's the same thing. If you're an insecure prick, you're going to be mean to people. You're going to rip people off. And I just don't. I've never seen someone that's confident and secure be a dickhead to people, rip yeah. people off, fuck people over because they don't do it. You, I'm happy to be proven wrong, but it's just, I don't think it happens. The
1: self-made people have had to go through such a process of self-learning, Correct. self-acceptance. Mm-hmm. It's such a mental battle on top of the actual physical battle that you do, i.e., you know, putting your time in. Correct. And then you also have to, like, as you're putting your time in, you also have to work on yourself. Otherwise, you're not going to better your business if you're not better yourself. hundred percent. That's, it's almost like
0: the self-improvement correlates directly to, like, what you're doing in business. And <laughs> the better your business becomes, the better you become. Because you're like smarter, sharper, you learn more, you work harder, like all this stuff, it kind of goes up together.
1: One thing I always tell people, I always go, you work out your body, you go to the gym, right? Every yeah. day or like six, five days a week, whatever it may be, four, three days, whatever suits your, your needs. Yep. Why don't you go to a psychologist? Why don't you work out your brain? Good point. I go every couple of, well, I don't go, I call every couple of weeks. Well, we talked about this. Yeah, and I, honestly, every time I talk about my issues with someone who I trust, has to be someone who you trust and... Obviously someone that understands you and works for you and that will, you will click and you'll figure that out when you find that person, but you really have to honestly have someone who really deeply understands you Mm. and can give it to you straight and tell you when you're being an absolute idiot Uh. or when you're actually in the right and someone else is in the wrong or like, and then also they help confirm your actual thoughts. If you're like asked ADHD, Mm. your brain's like a hamster wheel, it's doing this 24 seven. Yeah. So I'm always like, I have anxiety for no reason of what's going on. Number one, meditate Wim Hof. That is the best thing I always tell people to do. Mm. The guy came and fixed my laptop this morning. I was like, you should Wim Hof twice a day.
0: What is it? What does that mean?
1: It's a breathing technique.
0: Really? Iceman. Have and you I, heard of it? No, it helps you. Oh my so what do you do? It's, no. oh, it's it's the hand here and you like breathe in and out. No. No, educate me. So
1: basically it's like big, um, it's almost like balloon breathing. So you like. do that in and out for an extended amount of time. And then on your breath out he tells you to breathe everything out and hold your breath. Yeah, And you feel like you need to breathe but you've actually got so much air in your system that you don't need to. Yep. So number one, you actually get better at holding your breath. <laughs> yeah, yeah. For swimming or whatever, smoking, whatever you want to do. i got lungs of a 12-year-old. I know me too. <laughs> I'm like... I was it's from like,
0: the <laughs> Central Coast back in all yeah. the smoke and that. The
1: when they came out I had to get myself off that
0: They're the worst. I reckon vaping's worse than smoking, to be honest. It
1: is. It gives you popcorn lung.
0: Yeah, they're both bad. So, who do you trust that you can confide in that gives you that, like, confidence and reassurance Sorry. and helps you calibrate yourself?
1: Funny enough, I don't like seeing psychologists. I don't like seeing counsellors. Mm-hmm. I see kinesiologists. What do they do? So, it's a natural therapist. Basically, what they do is, like, what I find a lot of people um can't do as a psychologist is they can't actually get to the root of the issue. They can only really mask it for so long. Mm. Because a lot of trauma comes from Memories from when you're younger, it's subliminally like in your brain and it's embedded in there, and that's why you have traumas from your childhood, past relationships, parents, friends, whatever it may be. So, then basically, a kinesiologist, what will happen is they'll actually get to the root of the issue. They'll actually figure out what age it happened at, and it's insane. They do this like testing on your arm and they'll ask you questions like, What happened at age two? And it'll be like, Oh, my parents divorced or my mum died or. You know what I mean, whatever the reason is, and then it's yeah. like, how did that make you feel? Okay, and then they take you through all the emotions, and then they help release the emotion out of your body. Really? Yeah. It's a real thing? Yeah, it's a real did thing. Did you want to get you onto this? No, no, my mum is a kinesiologist. There we go. So, like, I find natural therapy is the only thing that has made me progress quicker than most.
0: Right, and do you think that, like, when you keep your mental health in check, it's like, translates through to your business and your career?
1: 100%, 100%, because when I was younger, I used to be angry, um, for reasons I'm not going to explain, but... Um, I
0: have the same stuff, probably similar.
1: Yeah, like, you know, family issues, whatever, but I'm not going to add them on here. Um, but, you know, I was, you know, I was angry, I, I was a victim, I was happy in my victim self. Yeah. Look at me, I'm sad, whatever, and then one day you just want to snap out of it. It's so funny. You want better for yourself. You want to do better. You want to have better friends. You want to have better people around you. You want to have people that actually support you there.
0: I could just like inject this energy because I tell people this all the time. Can I ask you a question? This is a good way to cut this conversation. Do you, do you, what you just said to me, right? Do you ever tell that to people to try and help them and they just want to listen?
1: Yeah, all the time. Does it make you annoyed? People always go to me, oh, I don't need help. I'm fine the way I am. And, like, no one is fine the way they am. Everybody will continually need to work on themselves for the rest of their lives.
0: Yeah, but some people, like, they don't get it. they are just... They're, I, like, I had this one... Um, I wonder if I could talk about this on here. Yeah, I probably can. Can I talk about it? I gotta talk about it anyway. Uh, it was a friend... Let's who, call her Lucy. <laughs> uh, yeah, it was a friend who was in, like, a really abusive relationship, and this chick like would kick his door in, would smash his car, would like yell at him, hit him, spat at him. And he had a business and I'm like, bro, you can't run a company when you've got this creature in your life. And he's like, oh, and he go, and he's like, oh no, it's not that bad. I said, okay. I said, yes, it's bad. I said, have you told your parents? No. Have you told your friends? No. And I said, and I said, is it because you're embarrassed? And he goes, yeah. I said, you should not have to be embarrassed of your partner. And I said, furthermore, exactly. your partner is the foundation for your life. And if your foundation is shit, your life's going to be shit.
1: You're with them every day. It's like work. If you have a shit job, you're going to be depressed. Yep. I always
0: say that. It's too embarrassed to talk about it.
1: If you let people walk on you in your personal life, family, friends, business, whatever it is, you allow the universe and you open that door and you say, hey, I'll accept it.
0: Correct. It's like um, a girl. Like, this is a brutal example, but if... If you let a guy hit you once and you let him back in after that, in my opinion, like you've invited what happens next.
1: And then, so I'll do it again. So I'm going to tell you now, I am actually a, a victim of DV. Yeah. I have actually had to about. go to court. I've been hit. I've mm-hmm. had everything. I've been hacked everywhere. Mainly in Sydney. Same, same dude? <laughs> no, multiple guys. A lot of my boyfriends have physically hurt me. So, Or like punch the walls, not to punch me.
0: Okay, can I ask then, do you draw the line after the first time?
1: No, so when I was younger, I kept running back to it. So to explain, like from um, a victim's point of view, when they are the victim, sometimes it becomes addictive, the back and forth, well, it does become addictive, the back and forth, and that's what they get addicted to, is the push and pull, the I'm going to give you everything and then fuck you. Yeah. Because what they do is they give you... You know, they, that's two steps forwards, five steps back. So you're always regressing backwards, but they give you little bits and little bits and they feed you like a little bit of love. They give you a gift here and there, you know, yeah. but then they're back screaming at you, you know, and they, it's generally narcissists that, you know, exhibit this behavior. And then when they obviously lay their hands on you, it's because you're not doing what they want.
0: What, um, how, like, for example, the first time you went through it. Yeah. Compared to like the last time you went through it, how did you deal with it each time?
1: So I think the first time I was 15, 16, mm. um, he was very violent. He So my parents actually broke us up. Their parents. So my mom and his mum got together because I lived with them. Really? Yeah, so this was when I was an apprenticeship, so I would have been 16, yeah. Coast, right? Coast, yes. Yeah, so this was my first one on the coast. So we lived together. So our parents actually met up and had a coffee date and planned to move me out. So my parents came with both of their cars... And moved me out and broke us up because what did say? he was like, his mum was like, I can hear him slamming her up against walls and screaming in her face. She won't break up with him. He needs to go. Really? And unfortunately, I think, um, her partner was like that as well. So she didn't want me to go through it because she was beautiful.
0: his mom. Yeah. Yeah. And it's like, it's sort a of the shame when where, like, a mum spawns a piece of shit. I right?
1: No. And it, unfortunately, it happens with their upbringing, like their father's hitting them or... The thing is,
0: I grew up with that, but I never replicated it. Yeah, I I think you
1: either go one way or another. You either go full victim and then you go, fuck everyone, or you become aware of it and you hate how it makes you feel.
0: That's what I did. I did that one. Yeah, Yeah,
1: absolutely me too. I think I was like, you know what, I'm fed up of being a victim. I don't want to be in this victim state. I'm fed up of it. Yeah. Let's go. So, I had actually most of my relationships have been quite violent up until the last couple where they've just been mentally abusive. But I guess they just keep finding all these winners. (laughs) So, it comes from me and my traumas. And now I'm doing the work to undo that I'm not worthy, I'm not confident, which I am confident in many ways. But when it comes to partners, I don't know what happens with me.
0: It's not uncommon for that to happen. Some people who are like really exhibit like lots of strengths outside that world, like that can be, um, an area of improvement, you know? I
1: think with men, they get really excited. I'm a chef. Yeah. And they're like, I want to put you in the kitchen. Oh, really? Make babies with you and put you in the kitchen, but I also want you to work. And you're gonna do fucking everything yeah yeah and i'm like bro i'm not putting myself to work like that
0: the best relationships we just coexist
1: well like you know what i am a chef and i love to cook for my partners i love to cook for people i always host dinners yeah i always cook i love it but don't tell me i have to do it otherwise i'm not gonna want to do it that's like i do that all the time like now that you've told me to do it i'm not doing it i'm a very attentive (laughs) girlfriend i love so like my main like love language is like acts of service, I'm very yeah. acts of service and I always have, it. I'm like my dad. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Definitely like my dad in that way. But it doesn't do me right. I give too much too early and then I get trapped.
0: Yeah. It's, um, I think that's also a, an ADHD thing where you get oh. that like dopamine hit at the start of a relationship. And we go so
1: hard Correct, and like yeah. we're in love in like two weeks. Correct.
0: And it it's like, it's intense. It, it is, and it, but it can last, but a lot of the time <laughs> it starts so high that like you're chasing that same hit and if you don't get it then it can fuck things up it's crazy do you feel like how do i say that so like that example that i gave you right Mm. of this dude who's like letting this person beat him up and stuff
1: i just think he's too addicted to the like push and pull and now it's become such a habit yeah because when these things happen for so long it conditions your body into believing it's normal Because it's normal, we're, we're creatures of nature.
0: Right. So do you think when like something that's fucked up gets normalized, you, like you're so blinded that you allow- You
1: normalize it and you gaslight yourself. Right. So as much as they're gaslighting you, you are gaslighting yourself to make it okay. But you don't notice until you're out of it. So I can gladly say now that it's half their fault, half my fault. Absolutely. And I used to be like, oh my God, you know, sorry. Like I feel so bad for me. I'm such a victim. Yep. no it's both of our faults it's your fault for letting it happen and it's their fault for being in us awesome.
0: yeah that's actually a really good way to look at it actually. it
1: is and like yeah. once you take that ownage and you actually really go okay I need to do something otherwise I'm gonna head down a path where I could get you know killed mm. bashed a lot more yeah, break bones you know like especially during COVID you heard about DV being, going up and I'm dying all the time. I
0: had to lay tune out to that, because I grew up in a a house where sometimes the best part of the day was getting the fuck out of the house, because I didn't want to be around that. And for me, like, if I could go to school, there wasn't, like, fucking walls getting smashed. There wasn't, like, furniture getting broken, screaming, yelling, hitting blood, all that.
1: Bad energy. So, So for me,
0: as a kid, I'd be like, I get to go to school today. I don't have to see any of this bullshit. And then I would come home and I would go fucking here we go again. Yeah. So for me, I had to tune out to that news because, as you know, that ADHD people have too much empathy. So when I hear about it, I like I'll take too much of it on. So like I when I, I start
1: like listening about all these people like living in tents, shit, you know, I stop crying. I'm <laughs> like, I can't do this. Yeah, I have to I hide that in... the news off my TV.
0: Yeah, I've, I've taken off my phone.
1: I've taken off my TV and I haven't had it on for like maybe five years. I just don't mm-hmm. look at the news. My eyes out,
0: like, clogging. Yeah.
1: If I want to listen to dumb shit, I'll go on TikTok, honestly.
0: How good is it for relaxing?
1: TikTok. So, okay.
0: So what about, like, for example, do you think you're at a point now that you've seen all these bad behaviors in relationships that you can identify and cut it off? Or do you think there's more work to do?
1: I definitely think it's now I can identify and cut it off earlier, which I have been now. So now I'm just like, nah, got the ick, next. How good is the ick? I know. (laughs)
0: Wait, this saved me from so many shit situations. I am like, oh, that's bad. Like,
1: I'm going to meet someone who's going to wow me away one day and I know that will happen, but, yeah. like, till then, I think there's going to be a lot of the universe testing me.
0: What are your biggest ics?
1: Um, over a masculine man. I hate that. Oh, you mean, like, like, I'm the you- man. I have to be the man. If you say uh, I have to be the man, then you're not a man. Yeah. I'm sorry, but you don't have to be a man to be a man. <laughs> I don't right. understand that. Insecurity. Like, I just, ugh. Yeah. Like, I have to pay for the dinners. I don't give a fuck about pitching in half, bro. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I make my own money. Like, if you... Because what happens is, eventually, <laughs> some of my exes have done this. They don't let me pay for dinners, nothing, whatever. And then at the end, they'll either hit me with a bill or they yeah. say I'm a gold digger.
0: Yeah, you can't win? <laughs> and,
1: like, you told me it's your culture. I didn't want to offend you. What? What the
0: fuck? What, um, what, what other one?
1: Um... Oh, so it's either they're so not interested, or they're so interested so quickly, and I'm like, no, no, no.
0: Oh, that's the worst. Pull. Oh, yeah, <laughs> I, it's so funny because I had this um one of my mates thought, why doesn't this girl like me? I'm like, I'm like, you've messaged her five times today. Leave her alone. Nobody wants to be wanted. People oh, want to be my hated.
1: God, People want to be spat on. <laughs> But to be honest, like it's something, some relationships I've just connected so intellectually with people that would just haven't one. gone through that bullshit of, he yeah, yeah. message do I wait? Like I never wait. I'm not going to lie. I'll just pick up the phone and call. That's a green flag. I don't, I don't give a fuck. Yeah, I really is. don't give a fuck, <laughs> but I know guys do it because then I'll be like, you're online. Why haven't you replied? Because you've just posted a story. I'm like, I'm a CIA agent. Why haven't you replied? You can reply.
0: So you're insane is what you're saying.
1: <laughs> I just things in a realistic sense that I'm just like, I don't get these games, but a lot of people play them like still, like it's weird. Well,
0: when you're in like business and entrepreneurship, because you, you've got such limited time, mm. that's why I just don't give a fuck. Because I was be like, I don't care, I'll just fucking five. a couple of messages and then not come back, I'll just move someone's on. I'm like, like
1: oh, if you don't do this for me, then I'm going to go find someone else. Like, hey, who says uh, that? You know how many guys will be like, oh, page- oh, I need a woman to do this, otherwise I'm not interested. Seriously? you serious? I'll be like, yeah, go find her. Oh. Like... People say that. Yeah, I've had guys be like, oh, I only like blondes because blonde hair is like my thing. And I'm like, well, I only like nice people that don't actually start to like pick things out the first fucking sentence.
0: Seriously? Yeah, oh, yeah it's like of those. Biggest ick ever. Oh my God, what is When someone is like a dick to a public servant. Oh no, that gives me the ick. I can't look Good. at anyone the same after that.
1: I say hello to my mailman. I say hello to whoever, yeah. like my the guy who fixed my heels every fucking time. You I have a heel fixing guy? <laughs> <laughs> So how about you breaking? I have so I have a I have a hip issue I'm getting um surgery for oh, yeah. um probably hopefully in October or November or something. Yeah. Um so one of my hips is actually three centimeters higher, so you can imagine I wear down one side of my shoulders or the, tilt? the other. Is that a tilt? Um it's cause I have scoliosis because my hips they, they need to be I right. need to have a ligament surgery. Okay. So then all that will fix itself okay. along the way after a few chiropractor sessions in yeah, my couple of years. But um Yeah.
0: Um, okay, so what about, um, like, green flags for guys? What are, like, the green flags? Because they're the red flags. What are the, like, green flags?
1: Um, I think for me, someone who doesn't, like, talk about what they own, who they are and who they know. Oh, my God. And, like, people take one look at me, and I don't know why, but they think I'm super mature. <laughs> really? Yeah, why not? I look, like, because I'm blonde hair, blue eyes. or so that? I open my mouth, I swear more than anybody I know. I don't yeah. know how i material. <laughs> no, neither do I. Look, I know nice things. Like, I like nice things, like anybody. Yeah, yeah. But, like, I'm not going to go date a millionaire and let them fucking abuse me every day. Wait.
0: Yeah, it's... That's why I don't like going to LA, because everyone's obsessed with stuff. And I'm like, I don't yeah. care. I'm
1: going to get an LA sugar daddy. Show.
0: If you can, go for it. More power to...
1: Not, the- I think that I've taken. <laughs> <laughs>
0: what are the green flags?
1: Um, I think for me... Someone who is family-orientated, someone who's not... Their own family. Yeah, but not like a mummy's boy, fuck that, Talia yeah. and all those. I don't know what goes with, through their heads. It's cultural. Yeah, it is the cultural thing I probably
0: shouldn't... Uh, don't cut that out. Well, no, they're, they're, no, there's a lot of cultures where, like, um,
1: they're, like, extra... They expect extra... a woman to do a lot. To, yeah. And it's like, you. if we're going to work full-time and be the fucking cook, the maid, the yeah. cleaner... I'm going to be exhausted. I'm going to literally spend all day doing shit for you, my family, and making money, and never have time for myself.
0: Yeah, yeah. you got to, like I said, you got to be able to coexist. It doesn't matter what relationship I it is. I
1: think, like, you know, like, obviously, you know, certain women, women will obviously play a more feminine role in any, you know, relationship dynamic regardless. Yeah. It's Just our nature, like, men are going to, Fix the house when something breaks. Not I'm, I'm not gonna. I'm not. No, no. I can't, I can't fix my own shoe. Oh, I can't do anything. You should see all the furniture I put together with the screwdriver. It's all falling apart. I haven't caught a bus or
0: a train for like five years. Um, I've never fixed anything. Oh, yeah. I'm just retarded though. It's nothing to be proud of. Well, I'm actually retarded too. I tried to change the light bulb and I had to get my dad. I can't do that. I couldn't. Yeah. But I, I, I call the parents I'm like, <laughs> I, I get to a point where there's so many people that help with all of this stuff that I have become just not good at doing the stuff.
1: Yes. Yeah, so I like to be independent and try do it myself. Like build my bed, build my drawers. I can't
0: do it. They're that. both broken. Really, within a year. So okay. So any other green flags?
1: Green flags. Oh, someone who likes kids. Oh, I... Oh, what about animals? Who likes animals? And animals. Yeah, cats. Yes, cats. Cats is a big one. If you don't like my pussies, get the <laughs> fuck out. <laughs> <laughs> That's going viral. <laughs> <laughs> well done. Like, cats are a really good judge of character. Yeah, you're going to so like, obviously, otherwise, how are you going to be able to get along? All well, my exes <laughs> would not come on the bed when we're in bed. You know what I mean? Like, they won't come on. Some of my, you know, experiments I've had, they will jump on the bed. Some of them, they don't. So that's what I know.
0: Oh, that is so funny. Have you got one or two? Two. Um, what are their names?
1: Milo and Rainer.
0: Oh, nice. That's beautiful. Yeah. And Pablo and Peach, so. What? I've got a Colombian drug dealing cat
1: <laughs> and a
0: Mario cup. <laughs> says,
1: Can deliver cat. me a bag? Yeah, man.
0: <laughs> fucking fat. He should be on the bags. He should <laughs> lose some weight.
1: <laughs> Honestly, my mum So when I was looking for places, though, so I'm looking for a one bedroom at the moment. Well, I've got to love those price ranges and sitting at the- Man, yeah, I can't even talk about it. $600 for a studio. Let's go. <laughs> no, thank you. Good. My mum goes, oh, this place has heaps of stairs and I'm like, the cats need it.
0: So you're, yeah. you're shopping for places that suit the cats.
1: Yeah, bottom floor. So then I can let them outside in and out because Myla, he's a Bengal, he's a hunting cat. He needs to bring me birds and yeah, rats and cool. mice and yeah. bring them in the house and yeah. put all the fur everywhere. He loves it.
0: So, all right. So kids,
1: cat. Um, cats. And also it has to have a good sense of style. I can't be seen next to someone that dresses in Kmart
0: clothes. Oh, Yeah. Yeah, so gonna wear it be dripped out in Gucci. No,
1: not even that. I just like someone with like an actual good sense of yeah. fashion.
0: Do the deal, deal. Do the deal. that one. Into
1: <laughs>
0: um, yeah, right. So dripped out in Gucci, deal, deal. No,
1: definitely not. <laughs> I don't want the
0: fucking Lebanese
1: Western <laughs> Sydney drug dealer. Hey,
0: does, yep. I got Muhammad on this podcast.
1: <laughs> Maui, don't worry.
0: Maui. <laughs> Isn't it funny they're all called Maui?
1: Oh my god! What's his name? That Ibby guy on Instagram. I don't, but
0: they're all called the
1: man. like I've got my um. What is it? I know
0: what you're talking about. Yeah, like yeah, that is so good. Isn't it funny? I just knew. I no,
1: Ibi, ah, yeah. oh, a legend. Chen. So,
0: let's go back into DJing. Yeah. When you like started getting into that, because everyone I know that's done it has said like, when they first hit their first set, they're like, "This is what I want to do. I love this." Do you have that same energy for it?
1: I still do, six years later. Yeah. Um. I mean, I have stopped at times, like, during COVID, and, like, I had a partner who wanted me to stop and, like, all these things, blah, blah, blah. And then I've gotten back into it probably in the last year or so, maybe a little bit less now. And I'm definitely playing at all the clubs. But, I mean, we don't really have a wide variety of clubs anymore. So, yeah. I mean, it would be definitely more harder for someone to start now with the influx of DJs that we've always had. What's going minus there's fuck all venues now who are you your favorites do you like um so noir happy first birthday on friday by the way Noir. Yeah. ronnie so ronnie roger and all that they all run that and it's a fucking mad club yeah i would say it's probably one of the best next to ivy obviously for production sound what they put together as an actual event Yeah, ivy is still really good obviously they've been around for so long i'm still wondering when it's getting knocked down um I don't know, because they've been saying they're going to knock it down for ages. James Pack was going to... Oh, no, that's not the one. Um, what's his face? Fuck <laughs> That's the crowd. You're confusing billionaires. I'm like, oops. Um, well, I mean, that's already been taken care of. I'm pretty sure he sold that to someone and that's... Yeah. Okay. Which other ones? Um, where else do I... Oh, I love the both like deck. Oh, um, it goes out. Island, Leble. Yeah, no, the... Island that one. <laughs> I love saying it. you played on that one? <laughs> the island, um... Haven't played on the island for a long time. Yeah. To be honest, um, I would like to play on what about your (laughs) Who are are your favourite DJs? Um, I gotta say Michael Bibby is one of them at the moment. God bless his soul, he has cancer at the moment. Mm -hmm. Yeah, Yeah. I know, so it's horrible. He will make it, he's got this, his music is too fucking good. Um I would Um England. Fellow fell English, like, woo-hoo. you right, English. Oh, okay. Anyway, so I am English, French. Half English, half French. Moved to when I was three. Right, right. From England. So Bibi? Um, Bibi, I like... For my head, who do I like? Oh, I don't know. I like so many different artists. I hate being put on the spot. I can never remember names. Now, uh, let me... I mean, so, like... Um, what's
0: his name? So, I like a too mainstream.
1: Oh, I like Marla. I love... um, What's their name? Onmo. Yeah. get Um, what are you, else to, I don't know, there's just heaps of random, I play a lot of European tracks. Yeah, I was gonna
0: yeah. say, I like the EDM phase, like the, um, what is it, Ultra?
1: Yeah, see I used to play dubstep trap, uh, yeah, and yeah. Psytrance, and all that sort of stuff, Love and like oh, I head the dance Wait, the You time. could so, so, sometimes you can like feel it like
0: going through your veins.
1: Laundry was the best R.I.P. Laundry. Has oh, that gone now? In there? Yeah.
0: Underground, remember you could like feel it going through your rib cage under the grounds? Chinese Laundry was the first. Where would you...
1: Feel the condensation of the walls.
0: I remember exactly what...
1: Uh, everybody thought... front row was so funny watching them, a whole set. It's just, like, gurning, <laughs> hanging on the railing. Probably one of those people.
0: Hey, yeah. Do you reckon you're going to take it overseas?
1: Um, yeah, I definitely will, 100%. Well, I mean, definitely going to take it to America. How? Like,
0: yeah. the Miami sets. Yeah. Well, I mean, we're, we'll talk about this off podcast, but yeah.
1: You're, yeah, yeah. You're working with some big people. Definitely. My, you know, start hitting that. I've, I've got some contacts over there and I've got definitely people I want to work with over there, like big artists I already talked to and I'm just like, when I come over, I'll hit you up. Yeah. You know right. what I mean? So I would do like singing and writing um, and they would do the production and we'll make tracks.
0: Yeah, because people don't know that you can sing as well. Yeah. you. Yeah, it's weird because it's like... Normally people who are into, like, the arts aren't into business and vice versa. So, see, I get off on
1: both. You didn't have noticed. I'm a real sick, twisted human being. you fucked up. <laughs> <laughs> I'm so glad I we why we've got you on here. <laughs>
0: Delete all of this. Yeah, part. I feel like I'm in my safe space. Yeah, you're not. No, but it's good. I think, um, like, f- like uh, for founders, right, you got to have the business side. But that creative side is very important as well.
1: Yeah, and like I work with marketing agencies, like my friends. So I feel like I've done sales, marketing. I've got a bit of like knowledge across everything. So it's good to know, like you don't need to practice it yourself. You pay someone to do it, but it's good to know what you want and how you want to execute it yeah. alongside, obviously, the professional advice. So I always say to people, learn how to do everything yourself, yeah. but outsource what you're not good at.
0: It's exactly. Do you hear me breathe a sigh when you yes. say thief?
1: Because I yes. tell everybody that- Go on Upwork, five someone for six to eight bucks an hour. It's fucking easy.
0: Okay, so can I ask though, I've seen this all the time. People in business who like bust their asses doing stuff. I'm like, you shouldn't even be doing that.
1: Okay, number one, there is AI automation. Now, across some, most things, just type it in Google what you need help with. Some people are to research. That badge of honor of like working yourself to
0: death. It's okay. better to be smarter than harder, right?
1: It's, it's smarter to work harder. Yeah, like I see a lot.
0: Harder. <laughs> the, a dude, we were looking at putting some money into his business. He's like, oh, I work till midnight. I was like, What did you do from five till midnight? And he said all this stuff. I'm like, Bro, other people should be doing that. Yeah, you know. I tell people that all the-
1: like you can get people like call centers. Like people don't really care if you have a call center in Asia or whatever. They just don't prefer it when you're in sales. Yeah, when you're in like a service, like for example, you know, you have a telephone company or you're selling a certain product. You can outsource that to an Asian country for a couple of hundred bucks a week.
0: Yeah, yeah. Do you outsource for
1: Why would you put someone on a wage for $800 here? Yeah. when you could get it for two, three hundred bucks.
0: Are you, like, putting infrastructure on your business to outsource lots of things?
1: Um, We do outsource a little bit of things at the moment. Obviously, we're not completely in that stage where we can, you know, smash it. But- yeah, yeah. Um, it's slowly getting there in regards to that. But I mean, I have scaled businesses and I have used a lot of outsourcing before. It just makes life so much easier. did there's like chat GPT? I just want to bring this up. This is our favorite part ah, da, 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 da. my life. I'm like, every time I need to write an email, I'm like, I need to write an email, first touch, this, that, blah, 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 thank you, bonk. Do I edit this <laughs> out so your clients don't see it? <laughs> no, it's so okay, If like, they're not catching up with all the AI automation, they're falling behind, I'm glad I can uh, educate them. Do you reckon that ChatGPT is going to like wipe out a lot of people? Mate, the whole robot situation is going to wipe out the a what? lot Sorry? of people. The whole robot situation I mean, is going to get rid of. They say in like 10 years time it's going to eliminate 50% of our jobs. Am I right in saying this or something? It's not going to eliminate my job. <laughs> You know what I mean? Humans are always gonna want that human touch, the personalities and like influences. Fish I don't mob. think they can, but they're already doing like AI porn. Well,
0: yeah, I saw that. I didn't they're actually.
1: marrying robots. Have you seen? Them?
0: I have. In fact, you know what else? Um, so you know how they used to have those like catfishing love relationship scams? Yes. That's becoming automated now
1: oh yeah I love it the scams cool. where they're like send me a nerd and then they hold it ransom for four or five hundred dollars they're like I will send it to everybody you love and it's like does that still happen? yeah <laughs> it happened to my mate the other day and I pissed myself okay can we get I just block them can we get a fun rabbit hole? yeah
0: like You must see so much fuckery through your DMs.
1: And I also attract a lot because of my cheeky little personality. And like, I love the weird and crooked
0: to an extent. I deserve it, Liam. (laughs) I deserve it because I'm a whore.
1: You know (laughs) what? Like, I actually fucking love getting a few fun, exciting, dramatic things here and there in my life. And I think i will always attract This could
0: be a weekly segment slide into my DMs. Okay, so what oh. sort of fucker do you see in
1: there? Oh, I love seeing a, a random penis here and there. Does that happen? Yeah, it does. How often? Um, Actually, not as often as you'd think because my page isn't all lingerie and shit. It's like DJing as well. Sure. So I don't get it as much as, let's say, influencers that I know are like very lingerie, swimwear, like that's their brand, that's their niche, but they get more creepy inboxes. So what do they do? They tell me. Um, I love the ones I get like seven sugar daddy scams a day. Maybe I'll pay you 5,000 USD, but you need babies. to transfer me money. And then it's like, you're giving them Bitcoin. I've heard about this. Yeah. Yeah. Cause I, I looked at it and then I was like, oh yeah, send me five grand to my email. I checked it out. And I went like, well, yeah, I'm going to send you 150 Bitcoin. What is that in money?
0: So they're, so they're like, like catfishing to get
1: Yeah. So they it. actually get money off these poor young girls who really? don't actually look into the fine print of it. So I was like, this is a scare, but I just want to see what they actually right, so sent. So I went along with it for a bit and then I went, ha
0: ha, so this you got is mo- brilliant. She so got money scams, um, like dick pics?
1: Uh, I love the ones where they ask me for like my panties and shit. No. Yeah. What do they say? So I've sent it off before, but not me. <laughs> I. What <do> you, mean?
0: <laughs> you should get like a dude to send them off. Uh,
1: no, no, no. So I, what I did was I got a guy to rub his dick all over it. I was like, can you do this for me? Do they That'd be really people? funny. Yeah. <laughs> No way. 350 bucks, baby. Boom. So like t- something and then, like, there'll be guys that'll be like, oh, can I get, like, naked photos of you? I'm like, here's my PayPal, 150 bucks, and I block them. That's so good. <laughs> I'm yeah. like, if you're going to ask me and, like, be as rude to not even ask if I'm comfortable for you to ask, well, then I'm going to take your money, bitch. Bye. We've
0: got, uh, we've got some big influencers that work for us. Mm. Some of the stuff that they'll send us that, like, people send them, it's insane.
1: Like it's like I get every day. Hey, do you have an OnlyFans? It's like I seen someone. Hey, do you get naked and like finger yourself for me? That'd be really nice. I'd yeah, really appreciate yeah. it. Yeah. And I want to pay like five dollars to see it. Mm-hmm.
0: So okay, we um, what about do you know what inseluts?
1: sell is that like incest? No, it's
0: really a tactic. It's oh. a community of um young dudes mostly from the US, and they like can't get laid. So they like hate girls.
1: Oh, bless them! Mm, Their Once that them. start shooting up yes. things and shit.
0: <laughs> Can we take away that blessing? They should not no. be blessed.
1: Well, I mean, everybody deserves to, you know, have a good shot at life, but they all need to stop breathing air. There's someone suck Right, yeah. when You want to up that shit? <laughs> Maybe we just need to start having like charity days where women just go, "I'm gonna fuck this guy so he doesn't blow up a school." Wow.
0: But like we could save the world one blowjob at a time. That
1: is that is that is like uh uh you know, court hearing, If I only had my dick sucked just once
0: (laughs) you get a sentence reduction for like lack of intimacy? Like
1: the the fifth. the pleading the fifth (laughs) (laughs) That's a crazy one?
0: (laughs) Your Honor, I'd like you to know he's only had five blowjobs his whole life. (laughs) My god, he shouldn't be in a prison, he should be in a psych ward. (laughs) Yeah, no, they actually exist. So they can't but what they do. They have these communities where they- Wait, there's
1: people that actually claim they're these people that go in these communities. Yeah, yeah. So they've got Reddit groups,
0: right? So they're like- Of
1: course they have a Reddit grid. (laughs) (laughs)
0: Guys, when you said that, like, (laughs) you know exactly the type of- Oh, yeah. What they do, they band together and they create these communities of guys that can't get laid. And they talk about how much they hate girls, Oh, and so so it's really, it is sad. It would be sad if there wasn't maliciousness, because what they'll do- They'll like openly
1: target people on the internet and stuff. Yeah, that's right. dangerous. Like like, it takes training. one wrong guy having one drink just to could be like, "What's her address?"
0: Correct. And we get some of our big influencers are like three, four hundred k, mm. and some of the stuff these incels write Like that, like like I'm gonna kill you and yeah, oh. yeah, like really graphic
1: stuff. I'm like, you have to actually take that to the police because if anything happens, With you life. actually need yeah. a track record. Correct, and that so and- they can be caught if. God forbid something happens to you. One of
0: these girls sent it to me. And I was like, I, and she goes, what do you think? And I read it and he would write mom, M-O-M, and he would use all these colloquialism. Like, first of all, he's from the US, so he's not going to come to Australia and, yeah. try and kill you. He's just a lonely little kid who can't get laid. Yeah. And he's taken out. He's
1: a little keyboard warrior. Some of the
0: stuff he would write, I was like, I'm cut your head off on him. She's like i'm really scared i'm like, like you like you would be maybe if you're over there but yeah. he's just a little nerd
1: it's like he doesn't have the capacity to be able to no. be, like book a flight come over no. here he's gonna stay behind he get up if you ever saw this girl like, he girl. would no. walk the other way if he saw right. this other woman but like they exist
0: and there's like a community of them oh that's horrible
1: there's imagine. do you know what's crazy about um unfortunately with you know places that are allowed to you know, exhibit these behaviours and continue to grow communities. Yeah. It happens a lot in America. I hate to say it. Oh, true. Cults, all the big cults and genocides happen there. I know. I'm breathing When this I'm like, I think about the, like, the law, like, the gun laws. Like, one of my girlfriends who I shot with at Maxim, Recently, she was... no pun intended. <laughs> like...
0: <laughs> One of my girlfriends would be like, shut up at school. <laughs> yeah, we we
1: <laughs> shut up at school. My <laughs> incel girlfriend. We, um, we actually, um, so we met her name's Melissa. She's gorgeous. She yeah. just did a, a cover of a magazine. She was actually um near a shooting and it was all on a story of people being like, I hope you're okay. And she you obviously watch? had to post, yeah. yeah. Obviously had to post, hey guys, like I was there, yes. And you know, I am okay. Obviously it is a bit traumatic, blah, blah, blah. But. It's like the fact that someone has to put up that they're okay on their story and they didn't get shot.
0: I I was over there when the um, Virginia Tech massacre happened. Hectic. To 21 people. There was bodies like, this is horrible to say, but anyway, this is the world. There was bodies that were slumped out the window because they got halfway out and he shot them halfway out and they didn't, it's fucked up because it's like they were so close to escaping. And they kid copped it. And he was the same sort of kid as we were just talking about. Like, I don't know if he was like, a self-described incel, but like...
1: always, my mother and dad didn't love me, girls don't love me.
0: The second one's the one. Yeah. It's like, I don't know where it comes from. Like
1: I think it comes from, obviously, they've had a disruptive upbringing and then their whole world's been changed. And then it just takes one bad thing and that's... I've made up.
0: Do you know what I think it is? I think it's what you said before. But it also it about-
1: be like hereditary chemical imbalances that you can't predict as well. well I think a lot of them are victims where they're like, yeah. "Like
0: the world hates me so I fucking hate the world. Well, that
1: is a, like a big thing as well. But you've also got to remember like if you are a killer, generally your family will be killed. Look like at the Ivan Milat and all that stuff. Like yeah. the cousin stabbed someone at school, his best friend or something. Like, if it's in their blood, like, they have tendencies like that. That
0: family's cursed.
1: Yeah. Like, yeah. if you... It's, it's. I don't think it's more a blood thing. I think it's more an environment thing. But I think also you can... Like, there's got to be something wrong with their brain chemicals. You know what I mean? I don't know. I don't know. It's a hard one to sort of put it, squash. Put I think there way. would be a lot of factors.
0: There are. Here's yeah. one of the big ones. Like, if you only have a shitty day, we yeah. can go home and kick a wall, right? i will probably go Wim Hof. Yeah. And then sure. ink a bottle of wine. But you don't have access to an AR-15, <laughs> You can't go home, look at a fucking weapon of war and be like, should I do it? I do it? I'm not going to do it. It's like, not today. Like, do you know what I mean? When it's so accessible, yeah. like, I'm sure there is a small amount of people over there where they're like, I just had a shit day, probably shouldn't have picked up the gun and killed everyone, but it was there and it did. Depends, it depends. And know? now I've got
1: Yeah, it's actually insane. There are some people that have come forward and, you know, like, rapists, people with like, sick mental issues that have been like, I actually regret it every time I do it and I, you yeah. know, I should be locked away. And it's like, why did you let it get to that point? I would just—I just think they're like—I hate to say—like a weak. I was about the size people, yeah. Unfortunately, don't hate to say because I, I unfortunately say it all the time. Like, but I mean, it, you got to be savage when you look at things like that. Especially you have to. When it comes to you, just got to be black and white.
0: Well, I say it in business all the time. I'm like, if you want to be a pussy, go fucking work at McDonald's. I can't help you. <laughs> like, it's true. Like, I have people, and they're like. Oh, I would have started, it hasn't worked. Like I said, do the thing one, two, three. Mm. Next to look. I said, Did you do the things? And I'm like, no, I'm like, bro, go work at Coles.
1: I have ADHD and I can finish tasks. If I yes. can finish them, you can. It, but <laughs> but that's the thing. If you can overcome that disability, which I also have, Ooh. like, there shouldn't be an excuse. I think growing up was the hardest with ADHD. So I'm diagnosed at a really young age and they tried to medicate me and then my, what are they, my you um, parents said no. Really? So I'm unmedicated. I'm do With CBD. <laughs>
0: Do you? That's good. <laughs> well, you know, they, here's a tough statistic. They say that um, on average, a kid with ADHD gets told over 5,000 times th- th- how bad they are at stuff. Yeah. 5,000 times. Yeah. Imagine being told 5,000 times
1: You. When I was young, I used to just jump on tables and run out of the classroom. I oh, saw I got expelled from King of I. <laughs> yeah. You got expelled from King of High. <laughs> how the hell did you I get expelled out of table. <laughs> <laughs>
0: And then, and then the psychologist goes, why did you do that? I said, well, there was a desk and there was people. And I thought these people might not have seen a desk around a table before. But I thought I could
1: show them something new. <laughs> my thing was, I've got a massive scar here, like you can see yeah. here. That is from me jumping out of yeah. my classroom into a bush and legging it over a yeah, fence. I have fence. scars too, hang on, I'm not yeah. I have, oh, wait, 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 I actually do up. <laughs> Oh,
0: you. oh
1: yeah, like this was big, so I got a whole stick that went like that and opened me up. And I kept running, a fuck.
0: Was this a school? Yeah. So you didn't get expelled?
1: Oh no, I always had the police chasing after me. It was hilarious. Because obviously the school would have to be like, ah, oh, she's gone again. I'd be getting like stoned or something, eating chicken down at the fucking... <laughs> obviously like, not, well, but I was yeah. in like kindergarten or anything, but... <laughs> <laughs> My little five-year-old yeah. with a bong and a bag. Nice <laughs> <up>, guys? <laughs> Uh,
0: so, I'll tell you what, I love how we can go from like sliding into the DMs roundabout.
1: No, that's ADHD conversations for you. They pivot every two seconds. I don't even think anybody following this will think it makes sense.
0: But the good thing is, I'll just clip everything so we can fucking TikTok.
1: If people don't... I do work with ADHD. Thank God everybody has fucking small attention
0: spans these I watch the podcast. Fuck them. Um, so, so, so DMs. So there's the scams, there's the dick pics, there's the incels, anything else weird that goes... like,
1: oh what? I love the ones that are like, you are the most beautiful girl I've ever seen. Oh. And I'm like, have you said that before? <laughs> most
0: beautiful girl I've ever seen.
1: Uh, can you even talk with that much cock in your mouth? Fuck. I'm like, stop! Just be normal. Be like, oh, "Oh, you're beautiful. Don't be like, you're the most beautiful girl I've ever seen. Get on your knees and suck my dick now.
0: The funny one is where, um, (laughs) oh, there was this thing that went viral the other day. about this, oh, it's so cringe. Like, my face was like, I ate a lemon. This guy leaves this, like, creepy message to a girl. And it's like, hey, so anyway, I was shooting a movie. No big deal. Kind of a movie. Kind of a big deal. Anyway, I thought I'd leave you a voicemail because I don't want to be one of those weirdos that writes a rambling text. I'm like, bro, you're being so fucking weird. Like, you know where you can, like...
1: When when they start reciting a message that you can just tell they're fucking, like... It's almost like they're reading up a script, these narcissistic priests. What do you mean? What do they send it? Like, I don't know. You know, when they're just trying to be so over-friendly and they're trying to be everything that you want in the beginning and then give a fucking two weeks, they'll be annoying. Yeah. But it's like... They'll always be like, oh my God, so, oh, what are your interests? What do you do? And then, like, two weeks in, yeah, finish. Interesting. What yeah, was your page, though? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, my oh, mum so really know. need to ask you your interests <laughs> ever. My mum the other day goes, what jobs do you have now? <laughs> no, but I
0: think you need to be stimulated.
1: I do. It's the ADHD. I'm like, I don't care what I'm doing as long as I've always got a project. Mm. Like I honestly, and but it's, it's good. good that you complete them too. No, it's good because like, it's like this market now, especially with social media, it's ever changing. It's changing really quickly. Mm. So if you do one thing, you're always going to be left behind. So you need to do multiple things, skipping. Well, to that
0: point, it's because I've got around seven brands running at the moment. Like mm. I'm not a hobby entrepreneur. Like they all make cash. Mm. But the good thing about, to your point now, is that like you can make a brand that can make money. You can take the training wheels off it will keep making money. And if you want to add more in, you could have a hundred of them. You, like, you genuinely, genuinely can have a hundred streams of income.
1: You can do anything. Like, if you yeah. have the right team and the right people around you, which is the biggest thing, obviously, you need people you can trust. Like, There's nothing worse than like my mate the other day. He was like, fuck, one of my staff just ran off with 200K. And I went, what the fuck? Yeah, that's happened to me. before. Yeah, and a lot of people, and they disappear. They drop off the face of the earth. And then it's very hard to contact them and go to We pool. got, we got done.
0: 30k, that was everything that I had. And get this, have I told you this story? No. So we got robbed of 130k, personal account, business account wiped. I had a three-month-old baby girl. I had $1 in the bank. I couldn't afford a bus over the Harbour Bridge to get home. I couldn't afford baby formula. I couldn't even afford to kill myself because I couldn't afford a rope. So I was like, fuck. (laughs) I was like, I'm fucked. (laughs) It was too So I literally had no money. Um, But to your point about not being a victim, I was like, I can't. There's literally nothing I can do. Like I'm especially up.
1: with a kid, you just need to pick your shit up and deal with it.
0: So I literally grabbed my phone and like duct taped it to my hand. I was like, it's just not going to come off until I've like made fifty grand's worth of deals so that we can live. And I just didn't take it off for the whole week. And like you know, it took a year and a half to recover. Yeah. But we recovered like ten x. 10X. We ten x what we were doing. And I wouldn't have done that if we didn't get robbed.
1: Sometimes I find that the the worst things in your life, like the lowest points, are always the best.
0: Hundred. <laughs>
1: I always say to people, don't think about the worst. Think about what you can take out of a situation so then you can move forward and implement that.
0: That's, you're literally like scooping this out of my brain. What, um, can I ask, what's like, so that's my like worst thing that turned out to be the best thing. What's some of the worst things that have happened to you that ended up being the best things that happened to you?
1: Um, me going on a call with my ex.
0: Right, so let's start with why it was so bad. He
1: was hacking me. He's actually a fellow DJ. I'm not going to say his name. So um, he already had access to my laptop. Why? Um, Because we were dating and he was my boyfriend at the time. Boyfriend's access to your laptop? Yeah. It's uh, so, a well, walkie move. Well, because I had a one-bedroom apartment in the city and then when right. I'd go tour and fly out, I'd be like, here's of the, the keys to my apartment. Right. Yeah. So he had access to everything. So I got like keystroke, All my passwords would be sent back to him. I had to send him the bill of the IT guy. Put up all the firewalls. I got PTSD because I was getting my location sent to myself and did death
0: threat. To, did you have to go to court for this?
1: Yeah, I won. Up an AVO. I think the AVO is up now because it was right. a while ago. But I mean, they didn't do anything. An AVO does fucking nothing. He like yeah. terrorized me for so long. How long? And they were like basically like few months, and they were basically like. Oh, until he kills, you can't really do much. Yeah, kind of. Until you physically get hurt, the police cannot do much. Even if it's mental abuse, they don't give a fuck.
0: Yeah, so that's putrid and I hate people like that. But yeah. that's, like, so what, like, what was the most, like, what were the most challenging things to deal with when you had to do that?
1: Well, my parents were going through a divorce, so I didn't tell them I was going through court. Mm-hmm. But my dad's best friend um, is a very high, was a very high-up policeman. Right. So I contacted him. Because my dad was obviously not in a good way. So, on top of my mental stress, I just moved to Queensland working with Shami and all that as an influencer yep. and a food content creator. So, not only was I hiding it from them, hiding it from my parents, I just moved away from all my friends and I was in Queensland and it was fucking boring. <laughs> and then I had to go back for court and like it was just, yeah, it was a crazy time. And like, obviously, after my parents' divorce, I told them what happened and they were like, what the fuck? Because, mm. like, I had to do a lot of therapy after that because when you're getting your, your location sent, you're getting threatened, mm. you think you're actually going to die. Yeah, I understand. And, like, I think about it, like, it's stupid that I believe that, but, like, when it's someone you trust and he was trying to help me, but it was him doing it.
0: What? Oh, really? Yeah. What? So you'd be like, oh, this is
1: terrible. Yeah, so- created stories around people that... Because he was hacked into my Instagram. So I was seeing the guys I was talking to because, so get this, we weren't dating. We dated afterwards because I thought he was helping me. Holy yeah, I know. It was a whole fucking movie. Like situation. a horror movie. I know. And I was like, this fucking cunt is still roaming around like nothing's happened. So you got your AVO, And yeah, did a lot of therapy and moved on. They're going to get charged? No, not really for nothing.
0: No, it's all good to stalk people. No one cares. It's
1: fine. Just, you know, have actual proof. And he admitted it to me because I made him admit certain parts. And I literally have the recording still.
0: So how did this, like, fuckery and this horrible thing you went through end up being a good thing? What did it lead to that was good?
1: Um, it actually pushed me to work harder on myself. That was the main thing. And then that's obviously rolled on over into my social life, my business life, everything. So I think that was, like, the main thing that it was actually really good for. Because when you hit that lowest low when you are, you're at your worst. Like, I was having panic attacks. I've never had that in my life. I don't have that now. I don't have anxious problems, nothing. Yeah. So, like, that for me was, like, a big thing. So I, I haven't really had anxiety before. And from then on, I've had, like, little bouts of anxiety here and there. Um, but, like, I don't – I think that it's really – even though it was really bad and it really fucked me up for a while – it's really helped me put a lot of things in perspective as well. Right. Like, like I'm lucky just to be here on this earth, honestly. We're like to so be, like, with a roof over our head, with food. There's people within worse situations.
0: Isn't it funny, like, I I try and, like, convey that to some people all the yeah. time, but there, there, are people, there are certain people who can't look past their trawler and they think that whatever has happened to them, that's the worst thing that's ever happened in the whole world, you know? Where, like, whatever's happened to a person on that day, they're like, nothing could be worse than this. Like, this is the worst thing. But to your point, you know, when you can zoom out and kind of look at it from a higher distance.
1: Well, you have to look at it your perspective, their perspective, and anybody else's perspective. Because you look at it three ways, then you can go, oh, I can detach from that emotion and just see it it as it is. Because you need to, the biggest thing as humans, we need to detach from our egos and start to look at it without so much emotion.
0: Well, to that, again, to your point, like, when I lost all my money, do you know how humbling that was?
1: Honestly, it is humbling. You yeah. start to go, oh, fuck, I'm in this position for a reason.
0: 100%. And if, if, then
1: you go, okay, what have I learned?
0: Even now, like, I, I genuinely believe if someone just took two million out of my account, I would just be I'd be annoyed. <laughs> but, like, I'd, I... would be annoyed but too. But my... I, My identity is so detached from all of that, that I just don't care,
1: you know? And I think, you know, these, they, these life lessons happen on purpose. hundred percent. Like these, these are put on our path to make sure we are prepared for things.
0: Yeah. It's so really-
1: Especially in business.
0: But you figure this out at a very early point in your career. Mm. Sometimes this takes people like 20 years to learn, you know? Yeah. It's still a baby.
1: <laughs> like as much as I am a baby, I have a bit of an old soul, but I'm still cheeky and I'm still learning a lot.
0: Yeah, but it's, it's, I feel when you're, people who do their own thing come up the curve a lot quicker. Because when mm. you're like coddled by the world and you've got a nine to five paycheck and you, you know, you get kissed on the dick every morning and told you're beautiful.
1: I mean, in ways, it's it's good that you know you know those people that are conditioned. They do have that support group because, like, you know, growing up, I was I felt like sometimes I didn't know what was wrong from right because I didn't have that. Yeah, I moved away from home so early, so I had to teach myself a lot of things. So it was harder, but I learned in a way where it stuck. Mm. I always learn the hard way. It's just about to say, yeah, fucking way.
0: love it. What well, um, do you find because another thing that we talk about particularly on this podcast is that like the, the the name Unbreakable kind of comes from the fact that every guest on here has been through some hectic stuff and has like not been broken by it. Yeah, that's why they're here
1: talking about it. Honestly, Central Coast bad boyfriends, all of this. It's a bit weird. I would I'm never. I, I'm not a I didn't know all of this That yeah. part. That's so weird. But, and like, I honestly have never come out and publicly spoken about it either. Are,
0: so, oh, yeah. you wait. This thing, the things you went. Yeah, no, I've yeah. never
1: actually like. Obviously, with the stuff with my ex, I went to his manager and I said, you need to know about this. Because if he does it to another girl, like you're going to fuck up your brand.
0: He will do it to another girl, just so you know.
1: Oh, I hope. I really
0: hope. Because
1: then I will cook him in a pie like you. You You remember that you? (laughs) Oh, no. How do I know that? I love that series. I'm one of those girls that love watching serial killer documentaries. Is it called You? Yeah, it's called You. Remember that guy from...
0: um... Where he's like, it's You. And she's like, me, I'm not on TV. He goes, no, it's You. And she goes, no, I'm not me. But he's trying to say the show. Yeah,
1: yeah, it's Uh, true. Yeah, so You is like, um, he's a serial killer, but he It's actually so interesting because he goes through all the remorse and then he goes through all the reasons why he justifies it for himself. Really? Yeah, it's intense. Netflix. So it starts off with his obsession with this girl um, And then he's not good enough for her, then he becomes good enough. It's it's also a little bit like going through the emotions of these people who don't think they're good enough for people, so they have to act a different way, narcissistic behavior. Oh, right, right, right. I've had that happen to me before. Guys absolutely lie to me about everything. Really? Yeah, 100% to impress me. And then obviously I slowly start to figure it out, and then I can't trust the word they say, and then I break up with them.
0: Yeah, it's good. Does that, like, dampen your view on the world or do you still, like, remain reasonably optimistic about the world? I'm
1: reasonably optimistic, but I'm very cautious. Yeah. Unfortunately, when you have gone through a lot of trauma, the first thing you're going to think when these situations happen is the worst. I mean, it's the best and the worst situation because you're never going to get fucked over again, but it's also... The bad thing about it is, like, When I get in a healthy relationship, I'm going to be questioning his fucking actions. Yeah, it is. Everything he does, I'm going to question. I'm going to keep it in my brain. I'm not going to voice everything, but it's going to be hard on me.
0: Isn't it weird, though, that like... um. Like, you learn all these lessons from the trauma, but then, like, the catch-22 is that you've still got that, like... Like, no
1: matter how much you deal with your trauma, you're always going to have that little bit of baggage.
0: Yeah, correct.
1: I I always firmly believe everybody's going to always have, like, a specific change that happens to them because of it. Yeah. You know, and it's just, like... It's interesting to see how people react. Like, I don't know, like, I I guess in the beginning I was very victimised and I was like, oh, poor me, you know, and then I grew the fuck up, so... Yeah. I was just like, now I'm just like, you know what? This has happened, and yeah, people judge me. You know, people are either gonna love you or hate you. Especially having a strong personality doesn't matter if you're the best person in the world. People are still gonna speak about you.
0: Yeah, of course. Especially in the online content creation world. Oh, I don't give a fuck. People talk shit about me all yeah, the but time. But how good is it to like? But how good is not giving a fuck? I like
1: just, say just say as if a, if as I go, a full... Oh, I'm like, that's interesting. I'm like, thanks for the free marketing. Bye. <laughs> I love living rent-free in your hand.
0: Yeah, I know. Because
1: I don't even think about you. One of my ex-best friends she still goes around and talks so much shit about me. We have not yeah. spoken in three years and she acts like I've killed her mother yesterday. Really? I don't know what's wrong with some people.
0: If someone says something about me, they're like, oh, I read some article you're in and I said, do you know what I've read about you? you thoughts. Girl, you don't need to be a dickhead. I'm like, you started it.
1: You want to start bringing up articles, huh?
0: Yeah, but if you see, if you take everything on board that everyone thinks, you're going to ruin your own life. Like, you literally need to detach and just not care. The less you care, the yeah.
1: Like, an right. article I read the other day was like, women are more likely to be serial killers if they like serial killer documentaries. I read the same article.
0: Yeah. Oh, I don't know any female serial killers. Yeah,
1: neither do <laughs> I. We all fucking love true crime. Yeah, I
0: know. That's what, I think that article was rigged. I'm just
1: like, I think it's rigged. It's like a Daily Mail article. <laughs>
0: Daily Mail. Um, so another theme on here is like, uh, you know, the concept of like, you're the sun product of the people that you hang out with. Like who are the people that have molded you as like an entrepreneur, as a DJ, as a content creator and as a person, like who have contributed to like where you're at now?
1: So I definitely think like my previous managers and the teams that I've worked with definitely helped mold like my DJing career. And, you know, I, I actually, a lot of managers I've been with, like some of them, I just haven't thought, why am I paying you money? mm like, it gets a bit like that sometimes, but I feel like, um, the people who you are around are definitely important. With music, it was always like a community, but also you got to be really careful because they'll be nice to your face, stab you behind your back because yes. it's very competitive. But not everyone's like that. It's obviously just a portion, but that's everywhere in the world.
0: That is a tough industry. And in industry.
1: any industry, you know what I mean? Working with the
0: management team for, um, Peach, mm. and she's like getting so exponentially famous now. <laughs> But it's such a cutthroat industry because, like, there was a new team and they're just like, ah oh, so difficult to deal with. And I was just like, man, I would hate to be in this industry. Yeah, It just seems like it's so ruthless. Like it's the really part.
1: ruthless and it's also very egotistical because a lot of these assholes have egos. Yeah. And they, unfortunately, like, what I've come across in the industry is that I have a super professional or they want to fuck you.
0: Really? Yeah.
1: But, I mean, you're a woman and it's a male-dominated industry. Yeah, yeah. What are you going to expect? It's like, imagine yeah. if I was a construction worker on a construction site. Yeah, you've but, managed to navigate
0: some pretty dicey industries. Yeah, but I like the
1: challenge, I think. That's good. Yeah. That's cool. I think, and like, I'm like... You're like, ready for battle? My dad used to say to me, you know what? You love these fucking rocky relationships. He goes, you're the nurse.
0: You'll be careful, babe.
1: Yeah, I know.
0: You go around fixing too many broken... Burgers. So,
1: yeah, when I was younger, I loved to be the nurse. I'd be like, oh, but there's a part of you that loves that they're more fucked up than you because you feel better. And there's a part of you that deflects your own inner healing process as well.
0: Yeah, I had a bit of fixing broken bird syndrome for a while. Oh,
1: I did too. Yeah, my but you one You can't fix
0: shit. <laughs> at one time I called my house like a halfway house. Like little birds come in, they get their little wings fixed, and then we fly them away.
1: Honestly, there was a point where I was like paying for my ex's rent. I was building his business.
0: Well, we got so many huh? we've got so many influences on the books. Like I will literally get phone calls like a rapper will call me up, he's like, I've been stabbed, I need a hundred bucks. I'm like, here you go. Or like a girl will be like, I got fucked over, I need like 200 bucks. Like, it's like literally like babysitting a bunch of like adults sometimes.
1: And creatives were so dramatic. I am big time. so you're dramatic. Right? No, you're not that bad. No, I have my moments. This, you don't want to see me on my period. No, no, no. Yeah, just let me live this so <laughs> I can not talk to you for that week. Like, I block it out in my calendar. Don't talk to me. <laughs> make, make it a red bitch. Like I'm red orange. Chocolate shit. to
0: this address. <laughs> <laughs> Let dangle some chocolate And cappuccinos,
1: <laughs> almond milk, and sugar,
0: please. <laughs> so um like what because you've you've done all this quite young and there's a lot of cool shit going on, like the next five or ten years, what do you want to be doing? I'm gonna have a i am going to have I know what I want you to be well, doing.
1: <laughs> we're gonna be doing a of recruiting of talent. Cool and then we're gonna branch off into multiple things in that sector. I feel like there's a lot we can do in that space. So media space yeah. We're gonna be across. Um mm-hmm. Entertainment DJing, singing. I'm about to release an EP fortunation. Awesome. That's really good. Then I release some covers first. What do you think? Um well I just need to get onto my producer and sort it all out you pretty soon. Yeah, no, it's just because I'm moving houses and stuff. I'm just That's awesome. fucking so behind now. I just got everything How and one go. Know. Um so I've gotta release my covers first. So I'll record okay. them, mix them down, blah, blah, blah. Yeah. Um, and then I'll start releasing probably in a couple of months. That's exciting. Yeah.
0: Um, and so you wanna kind of do more stuff in the like the social space? Yeah.
1: Yeah. I mean like I've always got like brand work coming in, some on the freelance platforms. I I apply for work and I get brand work, you know, like advertising this and doing that, shooting for this person. Kind of how we met. And (laughs) it's perfect. Honestly, it's such a fun job. I meet so many interesting people. The one thing I love about being a creative is being spread across all these different industries. A lot of creatives are also, also, uh, are also spread across different industries as well. Yeah, yeah, so you true. get to network.
0: Can I say you're networking? Yeah, well, yeah. <laughs> love networking. Sounds like Miami's probably a good place for you to be after this. Honestly. Well, we've got some stuff over it.
1: We can just put my cats in a private jet, fly them over, and I'm in Miami, baby. I don't like it that much, so maybe I'll send you to go for us. No, <laughs> I'll go every couple of months. <laughs>
0: <laughs> um. So another thing we're doing here is, like, we'll get people in that are, like, dominating something right and at the end of the podcast we'll get them to give advice to like the younger versions of them so for you for example you know girls that are coming up in male dominated industries whether it's being a chef a dj a model a content creator like if you could give advice to like when you were coming up in through all this what sort of advice would you give to the next generation of girls
1: trust your intuition and don't be so hard on yourself don't compare yourself to others because you don't compare to them you're a completely different person that's good. You can't be like, oh my God, this model has the best body. You don't have her genetics. You can't look like her. That's just fact. That's just the way we are. And you just got to accept shit. I think everybody needs to stop being so hard on themselves and accept things the way they are.
0: That's good. Yeah. I think once you've done that too, you can perform better. Yeah.
1: Yeah. Things don't piss me off as much more. I'm just like, I'm annoyed,
0: but I'm over it. Well, even with the ADHD stuff, like, it is what it is. I can yeah. cry about it or I can build stuff around it.
1: Exactly. Do you do the same thing? Exactly.
0: Factic. Um Anything else you want to talk about? <gasps> I'd rate this a 10 out of 10 podcast.
1: I don't know. I actually have no fucking idea. we've had enough. What time, isn't it? Let is me just quickly check my name. 3.30. Oh, fuck. It hasn't even been that long. What time did we get in here?
0: Um, no, we got in here at 2. Tuesday. No, we got in here at two. Mm. Dude, check. I sent you Instagram, WhatsApp, and text. Like I said two, two, two. Oh, I got here early, but it's been an hour and a half. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> I said, oh, your eyes just glaze like oh.
1: Sometimes I have blood climes.
0: That is a disgusting. Like, an hour and a half mate. Like, <laughs> oh, do you, wait, do you know what planet we're on? I don't argue with that. That felt like five minutes. Yeah. Hour and a half. Yeah. Screaming over the top of each other. Oh, it was hectic. Yeah. TikTok. Dopamine. Well done. All right. 10 out of 10. All right. That's a wrap. Right. Cut. That's all right. Cut.